though. Here we go. All right, here we go. Woo! What's up, nerds? Welcome to DNA Power Block, our all-Nintendo show. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me, as always, Edward Barnell from World Super 1-1 Mario and Optimal. World. Woo! 3D World. Yay! And joining Let's us from Team Nerd for Woo! the first time in a long time. In a long time. I... Kyle, wait. Kyle! Yay. What's up? What's up, so guys? I'm so happy to see your face. Oh, I'm so happy to see your face, Corey. Oh, and, and you too, Ed. You too, Ed. It's okay. <laughs> we haven't podcasted since we did that Weekly Strike episode probably that was forever ago. eight months ago. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, this is, a, this is a long time coming, but I'm excited because you and me have a plan in the works. Oh, we do. That we're going to we reveal... Do. Maybe at the end of the show. Maybe. But we all have a short amount of time to get a lot in. And I want to talk about the NX because that announcement is coming in six weeks or so, I want to say. Hopefully it should be. So, so I want there's a lot to talk about here, especially because there's starting to be patents being released, updated patents, and uh, a lot of rumors that have come out since we had a power block last. I'm sorry, it's been a while. But, uh, you know, Eurogamer had that huge, huge, huge info dump that you probably saw on DNA Reacts with me, Ed, and Todd Oxtra. Mm. So, uh, Kyle, since since you're the guest, I want to get oh. your thoughts Shucks, on, I'm the guest. on the Eurogamer <laughs> info dump how do you think this system's going to be this powerful? Do you think this system's I mean, really going to have detachable controllers? It's really hard to say cuz when every console launch is coming up, you hear all this all this info, these rumors about this is what it's going to be, this is how it's going to work, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and maybe 50% of them might be true. The other 50 you just have to kind of take with a grain of salt. So I like a lot of what I'm hearing about the NX, and I really hope that it is, you know, hopefully as powerful or close to as the Xbox One, the current form. Um, but at the same time, Nintendo has been known for not necessarily focusing on the graphics and just focusing on their gimmicks. I'm really hoping that this kind of pulls away from the gimmicks that we're used to, like all that motion control stuff. And sure, removable controllers, that'd be cool. I'd be okay with having a split-screen experience on the go. But I, I just don't know what to believe yet, and I really don't want to get hyped for something and then find out that it's something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Ed, what about you? What are you feeling? What are you feeling about the NX besides the fact that you are one of the biggest Nintendo fans I know besides maybe me, probably bigger? And I know you're going to buy it day one anyway. I think Ed froze again. I don't know. Ed's <laughs> frozen again. Edward, no! Well, I guess since Ed's frozen... <laughs> I'll, I'll... Again? There it's he is. Google, I, sw I swear it's Google Hangouts. It's, it's, I know. It's, I hear I you I know now. my side, but you guys are like freezing and cutting stuff. I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Um... <laughs> My thoughts about the NX is that I, I just want the uh, the system. I'm ready for Nintendo, or whenever Nintendo feels like they're ready to release more info for it, I'm fine with that. I don't think an announcement is coming just yet. I still believe November. Well, 
due to technical difficulties. Edward will be back shortly. But in terms of the NX, if it's going to be as powerful or close to uh, you know the Xbox One's current hardware situation... Actually, we can't even say current anymore because the Xbox I, One S is out. And let me tell you, it's shiny. Technically, shiny. <laughs> technically, you are correct. But uh, the original, we'll go with the original Xbox okay. One. Yeah. Well, you can't even say that either because people get confused. <laughs> the, the OG the, Xbox One released what four uh, years ago now, five uh, years ago now. <laughs> but even if 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 the NX is like, let's say they are using components similar to uh, you know somewhere in between like a PC and like a mobile device that's easy to. Uh, develop for or, you know, mm-hmm. store-bought parts, you know, quote-unquote, similar to what, you know, Xbox One and PS4 are. You know how their their architecture is similar to a PC. Right. If that is the case with NX in any way, I don't see companies having the same issues they've had porting stuff to the Wii U from, from these consoles that, you know, they may have for the NX. You know, if the M- NX is... Ha- has similar architecture, uh, you know, that's easy to develop for, that's easy to port to, you know, maybe we'll get that third-party support that we've kind of well, think Nintendo needs. Another uh, problem, though, with the third-party support for, say, the Wii U is, you know, the third-party developers, they see the Wii U as this system where it's got this second screen that they have to work around. They have to figure something out for that. And for some developers, that's just too much work. They just want to port the game straight over. Here's the button layout. Here's the game. Don't give them any gimmicks to work with. And that's, again, where I'm hoping the NX kind of comes back to the fold where there's no gimmicks that other uh, third-party developers are going to have to worry about. Yeah. But, that's, but I think that's one of the problems with third-party working on Wii U is that they couldn't be flashy like they could be on the other systems, meaning that they can't talk about the graphics and... Uh, really big up their online online like systems and stuff like they they had to really develop a game and be creative and learn mm-hmm. the system and I think third party just got so lazy because it was just like we could we get a game done in a year and a half and just make it look pretty and fake out everybody until the game is released then we you know uh, get some people who are fans of our games and sell it on that way. We can uh oh here goes Nintendo with a system that we gotta now be creative and learn how to develop. I think third party didn't want to do that. I think third party pretty much have gotten lazy and Nintendo makes them to work harder to make the games that they need to make. I, I don't think that they're necessarily lazy. I mean, oh, developing. Ahead, I'm just saying, developing a game, a lot of work there, and it's not necessarily in my mind being lazy. It's just that, like, a good experience on the Wii U, you need to develop it specifically for the Wii U from the ground up. Just like games that people say, you know, hey, this game is going to be in VR. If it's not specifically designed from the ground up for VR, it's just kind of a tacked-on experience, and that's where developers are like we don't want to give a poor example of what we can do by just doing a tacked-on experience to the Wii U. We want to show what we're good at, and the Wii U just, it's not... The problem with the beginning part of that, they, like EA, for example, you ported something, but you didn't develop something from the ground out, like something yeah. original and new. So, the reason why nobody's buying your game of Mass Effect 3 is, but you got the trilogy out for the other three games. 
on the, on the other two systems. Like, you didn't even try to, uh, I'm not saying port those to the Wii U, but you just didn't even, like, don't give us Smash Effect 3. Give us a complete new game that's not on the other two systems. And learn how to make games, games for that system. So that when you get later on in a console, you can you know how to develop for a system and then be able to release the games. See, and now, that's just the makes... money, you know. Money speaks, and they saw the Wii U not selling well. They saw that you know not as many people are buying this console, and uh-huh. it's just not profitable for them to learn how to design it from the ground up. For Plus, it was underpowered. And, it uh, really was the architecture too. I think the architecture of the Wii U, I think, really hurt it in terms of not being similar enough uh, in terms of... I mean, it's it's PS3 and Xbox 360 tech, pretty much, with a screen. Well, I mean, even then, like, developers even complained about developing for PS3 because the architecture was not easy enough to develop for, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, some of the games you would see be ported six months to a year late on that system. Mass Effect 2... And I think the only reason why they bothered is that is because PS3 sold so many units, and like you know, if you have that problem on a system that doesn't sell, why mm-hmm. even port it? So exactly. And I mean, just that being said, I still love the Wii U. I think it's a great system with great games. But those great games are games that Nintendo puts out that they take the time to make great because they do develop them specifically for the Wii U. And all the features that it has. So, I mean, Mario Kart 8, amazing. You've got the remasters of uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Beautiful games. You've got Super Mario 3D World. Uh, great graphics. It's like even, I think it's like an 8 gigabyte game. Very compressed and everything. Nintendo does amazing things with their consoles. And tries to give you a reason to want a Wii U. But this far into the console's life cycle with the NX, you know, right around the corner... I'm holding off to get, you know, another Nintendo console, and it's not going to be a new Wii U. It's going to be an NX. Right. And I kind of feel like in terms of of the NX, uh, even if it doesn't get third-party support, which I really hope it does, like, I want that system to succeed. There's rumors, like, Destiny the Collection supposedly going to be coming to the NX. Uh, There's... (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Destiny. So many hours wasted in that game. Again... But it's rumored that the third-party support is going to be there this time around, and I really hope it is. So, yeah. Uh, but even if, even like if we if we get third-party support for NX, plus all of Nintendo's development is going towards one system instead of being split off into two systems, right? Which will be great for the console because we won't have these huge lulls of waiting for a game to come out. You know, in between, you know. Mario and Zelda will have Fire Emblem, we'll have Pokemon, we'll have uh, Star Fox, right, we'll have right. these like smaller like titles. Plus, you know, they need to get that eShop. Oh, fix organized. that. Yeah, no, like, uh, but that's that's just it. This whole thing of it being a hybrid console um, handheld, the handheld is where they have been making their money. You get games like Pokemon on there, the Fire Emblem games on there, amazing games. And to have that as your quote-unquote console experience, you just dock it up to your TV. Everyone that I know that plays games at least has bought a 3DS before or has one currently. The 3DS didn't start out great, but it ended up selling tons. So 
if they can sell it as that handheld experience that you, that you can then dock up to your TV, like the rumors are showing, then they shouldn't have any problems getting the third party developers for it. They shouldn't have the problems getting people to want it because they excel at handhelds. It's their consoles that are failing. And if this doesn't work for them, I'm going to go on record and say it. I would not mind having a Zelda game on the Xbox or PS4. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's kind that's... of to that point where I hate to say it, but shitter get off the pot. Sorry, <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm kind of like five, three, even like two years ago, I'd have been like, you know what? Nintendo needs to make consoles forever. But like the last probably 18 months or so, uh, seeing the struggle of content trying to come out on Wii U and the struggle that they're having selling that mm -hmm. console, like, even if Zelda across NX and Wii U sells 5 million copies, mm -hmm. 7 million copies, if they if you put that game on PS4 and Xbox One, Nintendo would probably sell 15 million, 20 million exactly. units. And that would cover the cost of... like, And they wouldn't even have to cover the cost of developing a console. Well, you know? that's the problem too is... Uh, I can't remember where I read it, but they said that they are not like the Wii U, they are not going to sell the NX at a loss, which means that this thing from the gate could cost maybe $400 for a potential handheld. And that's that's kind of pricey. I'm sorry. Yeah, especially so, if like you're trying to market this as a handheld that plugs into your TV. Right. Like, I, I mean, I've had this conversation a million times across m dozens of, of podcasts, you know, whatever. But dozens like, of podcasts and hours of destiny. <laughs> yeah, like the NX needs to, I mean, like, you know, when we play, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be playing Destiny tonight later, and I'm sure we'll have the same conversation during Crucible or whatever. But like, oh, of course, the, just the, the sweet spot for a, a handheld Max is 199 that plugs into your TV. Brand Max. new, brand new Max. If they say $300, but they say that it is a $300 handheld with the power of an Xbox One, powered by, I think it was the uh, NVIDIA Tegra 2 was one of the rumors. If it's that powerful, if it does everything that the rumors say it's going to do, 300 is my max point, but I would prefer 200 for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, but especially if you're trying to... Uh, there was a thing on uh, Wii U Daily yesterday that came out that said Nintendo when they announce this thing, they want to aim it towards the hardcore gamers like us, like us and their mothers. See, and that's the problem. Do not try to pull a blue ocean. Wii strategy Wii. where you, the you bring Wii it to was your grandma and grandpas and they're all like, Oh, bowling. Yay. I mean, the sure, Wii was such an anomaly. It was like, it was just, it was such an anomaly. And, you know, Nintendo is going to try to hit, try to do that for a third time. It sounds like, and like, as much as I love playing a Zelda game, I don't want to wait every six years for a new right. game. Like, right. the Wii U was the first console without an exclusive, con exclusive console Zelda, and that that's sad to me. It's coming, but it's not even going to be exclusive because yeah. of. Well, you know, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is like they're they're going to Twilight Princess this thing and put it on two platforms, but at least GameCube had Wind Waker to right. fall back. That was its well, exclusive. Shoot, the Wii, I guess, if you put it that way, didn't even have an exclusive. It did. Skyward Sword. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I completely forget about that one because at that point... A lot of people do. It's okay. Well, I I, I tried <laughs> playing it, but the one-for-one the -one motion controls, again, like this whole marketing to the casual, 
give me a game, a good Zelda game that I can press the buttons on and not have to wave my arms around feeling like a moron. I'm sorry. Right. So this whole me being willing to pay $300 for this thing, that's because I am a hardcore gamer and I want to have, you know, all the games. I, I want to play all the games. I'm not partial necessarily. Okay, sure. I'm partial to some systems over the others, but I still love games in general. I'm not going to be saying Nintendo is better than Microsoft is better than Sony. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I want to play all the games. I want to play my Zelda games. I want to play my gears. I want to play my God of war. So for me, $300 is my, okay, that's my max point. But for the people that they want, the casual gamers that they're relying on, most casual gamers aren't going to want to pay more than 200 for this. So right there, they're going to have a split. Plus, if this thing, like, if you're going to be able to take it on the go and a game like Destiny is going to come to this console, like, how's that going to work? Is it going to be Wi-Fi connected all the time? Are you going to have to have some sort of... maybe? Are you going to have to have some kind of cellular plan with this device? Is it going to try to... That right there, cellular plans. They tried doing that with the Vita, and that didn't do well at all. But also, the amount of data that you use while playing Destiny, I mean, you're going to be paying an extra, like, 30 bucks a month if you play it a lot just to be playing it over this 4g data plan that might not even have the best connectivity right so it's it's tough to say what they're going to do some games might only work when you are home and sure you can still play them on the go or on a wi-fi but it's it's tough to say right now we're all based off of uh this is all based off of rumors speculation and some of the stuff that's been semi-confirmed so Again, that's why I don't want to get my hopes up completely until I know exactly what this device is. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, man, I just, I want Nintendo to be like, just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm really frustrated uh, that Nintendo is like not successful right now. I mean, they could right. be like in terms of, of them. Uh, but like in the grand scheme of, you know, we see PS4 selling outselling PS3, we see Xbox one outselling 360. Like it's upsetting to see the Wii U not doing even half that well. Right. I mean, and I mean, uh, again, the Wii U is a good system, but there's just not the third party support and it's a good system going up against great systems. And you can actually get, I think, an Xbox One for cheaper than a Wii U now. Two fifty for the standard edition of the Xbox One, five hundred gigabyte versus a three hundred dollar Wii U. Yeah, yeah, and that's like that's the hard thing is like the the Wii U hasn't even dropped in price in about two years, and now you can, you can you know get a almost a PS4 almost at the same price, and right. you can get an Xbox One for cheaper. And, and that's another problem Nintendo has is they uh, they don't drop the prices on their games because they're trying to make their money back. And eventually, after so many copies of a game is sold, they'll be like, okay, now we'll drop it down to 20. But if they just specifically went straight to game development, I mean, who's to say that Zelda would not cost 30 bucks, you know, after the first four or five months of it being out? Yeah. If they weren't trying to recoup costs on a console that isn't doing successful, I, I just... Uh, it's it's tough. I'm excited. I'm hopeful for the NX, but I'm also, you know, hold on a minute. Let's really look at what's going on here and let's think. So, yeah. Uh, if you're wondering why you haven't heard Ed in a while, he's uh, he just restarted his computer 
and we're oh, gonna get his quick <laughs> quick thoughts hopefully before before our time runs out we have maybe five minutes left uh kyle you we've got some things to take care of and prepping for our our future show for this evening whoop, so, whoop. Um, i'm pretty excited about that yeah me but, too uh my closing thoughts on nx uh I want this thing. I kind of like the clamshell design of the 3DS. Mm. I mean, I kind of hope that maybe it has that similar look to it. Um, the removable controllers and the removable buttons, I could take that or leave that. You know, I just kind of want, you know, a good feeling controller. I kind of hope they do something about the nub on the 3DS right. and, and make it like a second, a true second stick. You know, Nintendo's never really had, except for the GameCube, and that even that wasn't even, even that was yeah stick, so. the C stick. <laughs> plus, they were plus those companies were still trying to figure out camera controls and what that second analog stick would do. So I'm kind of hoping they figure that out, and I kind of hope that they don't put the trigger buttons side by side, but like, you know, more like PS4 and Xbox One. Right, right. Uh, I don't think people would mind that, especially considering look at what the Vita. Did, you know how many people complain about the Vita for remote play or something and say, look, I just want two trigger, two more triggers right. instead of a touchpad. So maybe that's something we could look at. But um, I mean, if Nintendo gave us, you know, a technical Vita 2 with whatever Nintendo branding they have, do the two triggers, do clickable sticks for like games that you click the stick to run or scope in or whatever. Right. Yeah. I love the sound of that. The re the removable detachable controllers for split screen on the go. Okay, maybe, but that's not why I would be buying it, you know. Yeah. But the thing thing about detachable controllers as opposed to removable buttons and sticks. Mm -hmm. For me, I kind of feel like it's more the latter than the former, especially because Nintendo likes to sell their accessories. Of course, of course. So, that's that's uh that's the one thing. Oh, a wild Edward has appeared. A wild a Ed has appeared. Just in time for our closing thoughts on the NX. <laughs> um, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm waiting for a November announcement. I don't like I said. I don't think it's coming in September. Um, if it's a console hybrid, that that's completely fine with me. Um, I don't think third party is gonna bring anything new to the system. It'll be good for I guess other people who want to play third party on Nintendo, but. Um, I'll all just want this Breath of the Wild next year and the system itself. So, yeah. How do you feel about these detachable buttons slash controllers? Um, I don't think they're gonna do something like that. Yeah. It, I I don't think it makes sense for them to do anything like that, especially when folks can't even find their remote control. Well, <laughs> Nintendo's good at doing things that don't make sense, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then that's when everybody wanna copy Nintendo and then fail at it. So That's true. That's true. I kinda feel like I I feel like maybe the removable and swappable buttons might be a thing similar to what the Xbox Elite controller does. But I don't think they're actually gonna come off of the system. Uh even if you're gonna turn your cell phone sideways to play or the, your NX sideways to play cell phone games like Mitomo or uh, Pokemon Go because those are rumored to be able to be playable on this thing. Mm -hmm. But Nintendo likes their accessories. I fully plan to see a full line of 
pro controllers, classic controllers, maybe even virtual console controllers. Well, they say every controller that you maybe own. even that even that return to that little worm light for Game Boy Advance. Well, they say <laughs> throwing back they, to the old days. Exactly. They maybe say the, all the, the transforming that speaker magnifying glass for the Game Boy. They yep, say all yep. the controllers that you own will be compatible with the NX. Ew, no. See, and I'm hoping they don't do that. They need to drop so, the Wii branding in the past. But yeah, I mean, they, that's that's that's. That's still more options for people. I mean, who don't want, look? Folks don't want to spend sixty bucks on a new PS4 and Xbox One controller. So if this is gonna save a lot of people money, they I might I'm like that's a cool option to give. It doesn't mean that you have to go for it or do anything with it. But if the option is there and you invested all your money to these old consoles and controllers, why not use it for the new system? We'll see, and like that's something that Microsoft is trying to do with their like the Xbox Scorpio project they're doing is mm-hmm. everything's supposed to move forward, so all of your accessories are going to work moving forward. And I mean, you say people don't want to spend sixty bucks on a PS4 or Xbox One controller. I want to spend one hundred fifty bucks on one that lets me do everything I want to with it. So, yeah, but we're we're also the anomaly. Kyle. I mean, I know I know we're kind <laughs> of in that you know like zone where we're the guys that want to do that. We want to spend the money on the premium stuff like Xbox One Scorpio is probably going to be like 600 to 800 bucks, but I'm excited for it. I know. You know? I need so, to buy the Xbox One. Oh, look. A, a nice shiny slim. I'm going to go buy that. So shiny. Oh, so shiny. Wait, what? <laughs> have to trade it in next year again for another? Oh, no. Okay. No, not okay. trading it in. It's all they they're all going to work together, so it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> Two Xboxes downstairs, and then an Xbox up here for like Let's Plays. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh man. Hello. Let's just so for 4K and uh, is it HDR or what was that? Yeah. The, uh, with the Xbox One S, it's got the 4K uh, for video content like Netflix 4K, Hulu 4K, and then mm-hmm. the first game that is going to be taking advantage of the HDR is the uh, Gears of War. F- or no, it's not even Gears of War 4. Forza. It's uh, Forza Horizon Forza. 3, which I think comes out the 27th or 28th of September. Sweet. I wonder if best. I wonder if Best Buy is going to have a TV like that showing it all. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You can go check out like places like Best Buy and it's be a- like, hey, listen, I want to see the 4K HDR TVs, and they'll show you. Yeah. I wonder if Microsoft would be smart enough to brand their own Xbox-branded HDR monitor, like, 4K HDR monitor. Sony tried to do that with the uh, PS TV thing. Yeah, but... That I mean, Sony. Sony was a little ahead of its time with their TV and their Vita. I still think like now is the time for them to do the same thing, and I think they would be successful at it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If they put out like a nice monitor that's like white bezels around the edges that like matches the slim perfectly and just complements it, complements it aesthetically. Sorry, can't talk today. I would be like, okay, two hundred bucks. That's a really nice, you know, say. 24-inch 4K HDR monitor. Sure, why not? Oh yeah, that, I'll go for that. So I'll go for that because I think that's how much the uh, PlayStation TV was selling for, like 200 bucks or 250. Yeah. And it came with and it came with a game, so like a digital download code for Forza Horizon 3 or Gears of War 4. Oh my gosh, so excited for that game. This yeah. is a Nintendo podcast. We're talking about Xbox, isn't that for I know, later? I know, but <laughs> I know. I was just, I was just thinking like in terms of of the NX's controller similar to the Elite and then we got then we got No, definitely. Like this give, is give me an Elite Nintendo this preview. <laughs> this is a preview for uh connected. So, there you go. But Yay. uh 
Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be our uh, show for Pow Block today. Sorry, sorry, Ed. Sorry, Google Hangouts is not the best way to record a podcast. So sad. It's, it's, I'm so sad. It's all good. But uh, yeah, we're gonna do a, a quick wrap up because we we gotta go, and I'm hungry, and I gotta eat because I got stuff to do before we uh, do the grand reveal of Connected, which yeah. we are recording tonight. So Yay. Ed, you're joining us for that, right? Yes. Sweet. Yes. Anyways, I'm going to do the short outro. Thank you so much for joining us on DNA Pow Block. You can find Edward, Optional Opinion, World 1-1, IGN, Twitch. There's a billion different places. So many places. <laughs> optional, optional Opinions and uh, World War 1 go to SoundCloud. We'll yeah. Keep it, yeah. Keep it sweet like that. Yeah. And then go, go like and subscribe to Team Nerd's YouTube page also where you can find Kyle's fresh beginnings, I want to say. <laughs> fresh re-beginnings again and again and again. <laughs> I didn't want to say new beginnings hey, I mean, because Team Nerd has been a on and off thing for a while, but this is a fresh. Yeah, fresh. It's, it's been difficult. There's a lot to work through at the beginning stages. Oh, I so. know. Trust me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still functioning as a human being. <laughs> but you can also subscribe to us on YouTube at Digital Nerd Advocates Network. Uh, you can also find all of our content at digitalnerdadvocates.com. Ed writes a bunch of blogs for us, too, there, so you can check those out. And, uh, Ed, I need to talk to you in a little bit about things. So, stuff uh, and things. Stuff and things. So, uh, <laughs> okay. thank you so much for joining us on this quick edition of DNA Pow Block. We shall return with a full-on episode next week. So, thank you so much for watching, and until next week, we're out. Huzzah. Pow, pow Block. <laughs> is, is that a bro fist? Is that Pow Block pow bro block. fist? <laughs> It's what me and Joey used to do. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> we did the, like the short segments of Pow Block. Pow Block. <laughs> so, bye.